welcome to another episode of the Lovers and Things podcast. We're your favorite couple's favorite couple. Talks, Talks about, about the, the things, things they love. love. Oh, not you going up when I go up. I had to show out. That's not how that works, babe. But that's how it's going to work today. Oh, well, fantastic. Well, um, okay. hi, I'm Lex. <laughs> and I'm Greg. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode, guys. Another episode. Another episode, another week. You know what's crazy? Uh-huh. I was thinking about like the episode number. Mm. We're at episode 55. 55? Yeah, look that at That feels like a strong number to me. That's a strong. That's a good strong number. I'm really proud of us, I have to say. <laughs> Lex is coming to terms that this is a thing. <laughs> this is a thing now. It's it's, it's what real. What number do you think you'll get to where you're like, okay, this is a thing we do. Once we crack 100, I'm going to be like, oh. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Y'all are stuck with this if we ever crack 100. And we will. Yeah. We'll crack 100 easy. You know, we'll like, crack 100 in the next, well, in that many weeks in the month. But we'll crack 52 <laughs> Next year? Yeah, next year. Sometime next year we'll crack 100. Uh, Joe Rogan is at like, I think he's probably in. 5,000. That's crazy. Over 5,000 probably. That Pretty. is so many episodes. But yeah, he's he, been podcasting since the beginning of podcasting yeah, time. Yeah, he's like the, the godfather of podcasting. Yeah, yeah what a legend. Been, he's been in it for, in it for a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but there's a new things in the studio. Yeah. Do we sound different, y'all? Yeah, let us know if we sound different. You guys know that we like to, to upgrade ourselves every <laughs> now and then. Yeah. You know, because we are a professional production over here. And Hubby has acquired... Hey, he's required a little sound box a thing. Sound, a sound thing. Yes. What's it called? It's a it's a, a podcasting equipment. We've got podcasting We've equipment, got y'all. Official and podcast. That, what you just heard is a, a DJ. Hey, look at us. We fancy. Yeah. Y'all not gonna be able to take us, honey. You're not gonna be able to take us. This is crazy. <laughs> we also have this one too. What is that? This is a womp womp. See, we don't have monitors, so we're just like in the studio, like. Right, and I hope that this like sounds okay. <laughs> yeah, and here's when Lex says things, funny things. This yeah. is gonna happen. This is a loud track. This is a boom uh, boom. Ah, even better, even better. <laughs> Look at us. Monitors coming soon, so we'll actually hear us. Absolutely. Hear the antics. But I'm so excited. Thank you, babe, for doing yeah. that. I just you feel know, like we, do it, we do keep this for elevating. y'all. We do this for the people. Yeah, we do it for y'all. You know. You know. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so how you been? I've been good. Been I think good. I've been good. Yeah. I've been good. I think this last weekend was really fun. Mm-hmm. I got to spend. I was. I had something to do every day. On Friday night, I hung out with my girlfriends. Oh, yeah. We had a Love is Blind girls night. If you guys aren't watching Love is Blind season six on Netflix, you are missing out. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best seasons of Love is Blind since like season one and two. Like it's really, really good. And so me and the girls are 100% obsessed with it. And so we had a watch party on Friday that was so fun. Yeah. And so you have already saw it twice before because you watched it by yourself. No. Then you watched it with me. No, babe. And then you watched it a third time with your friend. Was that not the case? No, you're not supposed to say that because they don't know that. And they listen to the pod. They thought I went in blind. Don't they all do a little pre-watching? No, babe. Well, you spoiler alert. It. Let me do it. Let me do it. Oh, babe. Gosh darn it. But I promise my reactions were, were genuine. Oh, I thought everybody knew. My no. Bad. Gosh, why you got to blow my cover? What kind of husbanding is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was a oh, terrible husband. Unraveled. But yes, ladies, I did take a peek before. I couldn't you help ha- it. You can't help it. I can't help it. I know you. But I promise these... the vibes were still good. <laughs> I started to crack. So yes. you're acting like you're acting surprised. No, I was so busy eating the food, I wasn't oh, acting yeah. anything. <laughs> it was a wonderful spread. Okay. Friend Denise did an amazing job. She yeah. hosted us. She cooked dinner for us. Cooked. 
cooked dinner for us. The stove was involved. Stove was involved. It was oh. a delicious, delicious Shout pasta out to dish. Her. She had bruschetta. I'm gonna hit her with some applause. Hey, okay, now it's over. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, right. y'all. That's now, it. That's, now, that's, that's enough. That's applause enough, for uh, production. Um, but then she also, and like I said, she had bruschetta, which was fire. Mm. And then she gave us all like a little trinkets, like a little, a little oh. package to go. That's so sweet. She's such a sweet. But anyway, so that was a very good time. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, I went to a book signing. And then on Sunday with some of those same ladies, we went to a Pilates class. Oh, how was that? I couldn't move this morning. <laughs> This morning, today's what Monday? Yeah, but like I did it on Sunday. Oh, you did it yesterday. I did it yesterday. Oof, time. I know what okay. is time. Um, but that Pilates class mm. for some, as someone who strength trains and used to strength train pretty seriously, not yeah. as much anymore. You're soul buddy. I um humbled, <laughs> baby. The yeah. way my body was shaking, and then the instructor were doing like these sort of elongated things. We're on the the reformer, the Pilates reformer, mm. which is this moving machine that okay. helps you sort of manage time under tension and things like that. She would come over and um she'd like you know adjust, adjust. you, and then I would automatically adjust. start quaking. And she's like, "There it That's is." That's what you're looking for. <laughs> and I'm like, "Ma'am, is this what I'm looking for?" Hey, when I, I tell y'all, my core is like so sore mm. which makes me think though i should do more core exercises though you th- like you think i think having a, a strong core is important and i don't yeah so. <laughs> that's, that's what, that reminds me of when i was doing yoga mm-hmm. when i was in the thick of yoga mm-hmm. and i go to i would um f- watch these videos on youtube mm-hmm. of yoga instruction mm-hmm. and they would have you do these moves that it's like it's so compromising mm-hmm. to my spirit <gasps> to be in these positions that I can't hold myself in. I'm like, what if I'm in a life or death scenario yeah. and I have to sit like this and hold my legs up for like 18 <laughs> seconds and Can I, you do it's it? do or die? Yeah. I'm dead. You're dead. I'm dead. No same. There's some, you're you're it's so exposing. Yeah. When you're in those positions. It's just like you feel like you're strong because you're walking every day, you're lifting things, you're doing this and that. Yeah. But Pilates and yoga are a different type of strong, I think. Mm-hmm. And the instructor was teeny tiny. She's this tiny little thing, barely got a muscle on her, uh, but she's just moving through it like, and breathe. And we're going to hold this for 30 seconds, eight seconds and move mm-hmm. and tilt. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> yeah. And that was the same with the is, yoga. The yoga instructor yeah. was, was appeared to be light as a feather. Light as a feather. They so always they are. A, uh, that's an advantage. Your muscles aren't moving as as much mass as mm-hmm. my muscles and are. And maybe that's why I was quaking so much because I'm, I'm muscled up. Yeah. You know? I, it's, it's, it's not fair that's my excuse babe you mm. want to take pilates with me um sure would you be open to a pilates class I'd, I'd like to explore it yeah we should do it because i I'd think like that'd be fun it. i don't think the girls will ever go back so would you like to go i'll go let's do it that sounds interesting you know, I'm, 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 i like the new stuff yeah. i like trying something different let's try it okay we'll yeah. sign up and then we'll report back but that mm-hmm. was me i'm feeling really good though you had a full weekend huh? very full weekend what and did i do I'm this a- weekend <laughs> what do you think <laughs> Come on, you have to do something. I did watch Curb though, mm-hmm. and um, Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO Max. Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO Max or Max, whatever it is now. What is it now? It's it's a lot. Okay. Uh, we'll, don't get me started on this <laughs> rebranding of this app. Oh. Anyway, how do you throw away so much equity in the brand name at like HBO like that? I don't know what. Yeah. Anyway, they're called Max now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching Curb. Mm-hmm. And uh, Curb had this scene that is 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 kind of triggering for me mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm going to be in this scenario soon. Mm-hmm. 
and whatever if anyone that watches curb and someone says that mm-hmm. it's gonna be some larry david antics yeah that is uh slightly embarrassing mm-hmm. um but his neighbor has a lemon tree mm. and this lemon tree hangs over larry david's yard mm-hmm. and lemons fall down and larry enjoys some of the lemons and <laughs> and they the all lemons. you know it's the lemon tree mm-hmm. the lemons are falling don't let it go to waste you sure. have some so then the neighbor uh, approaches Larry David and goes, um, yeah, so this like, na- this lemon tree needs maintenance. Um, so I'm going to get, you know, someone to come take care of this tree. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you the bill, like, so we can split it. Excuse me? <laughs> and I'm like, where do we draw the line of who's responsible for tree maintenance mm-hmm. in the backyard? Where do we draw the line? If the branches are over, is that enough? Now, if the person reaps the benefits of that tree, is that where you... All right, now you've been eating part of the tree, the, mm, the fruits of the tree. That's interesting. So, therefore, you are, you've you uh, gained an advantage from the tree. So, mm. therefore, you're now a shareholder of, of the tree. <laughs> so, therefore, you must be responsible for it. That's wild. Or is it like... Where do, where do we draw the line? What do you? What's your take on that? What do you think hmm. tree maintenance... Because we got a tree in our backyard that's... Yeah, all of our Cosmo and Wanda. Yeah, Cosmo and Wanda, and it's funny. We our property is strange in that almost all of our neighbors have trees coming into our yard, except for Arlene. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah, like, and she's she yeah, got no she trees back that. there. She mm. cut she cut them down. Um, but yeah, so our backyard has tons of trees that aren't actually on our property. Yeah, because we already got two massive ones. Yeah, we as have we've two. Established. Co- yeah, Cosmo and Wanda are back there. And then we have additional ones on the perimeter of the property that are overflow from the neighbor's property. Yeah. Um, that's their tree. <laughs> that's their tree. Okay. That's their tree. Why, honestly, you, why do you say that's their tree if it's all in our yard? No, because I feel the same way about one of our trees that reaches over the back into Manny's yard. So we have a yeah. Manny. Our Manny is behind us. Uh-huh. And we have a tree that reaches over into Manny's. And every spring when that tree gets very full of leaves, I say, we need to cut that because what a nuisance in that man's backyard. It's attacking his shed at this point. Like uh-huh. we should try to get, because I feel like it's our tree. Okay. So I would think that that same responsibility applies to everyone one else so, it's your tree the roots are on your property the, mm-hmm. the 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 trunk of the tree is over there so it's trunk. that's your tree trunk you have trunk domain yeah foundation <laughs> where's the, the tr- foundation the trunk is where the trunk lands yes that's who owns it that's your tree now that tree that you said that, that's a lot of branch that is a lot of, that's branch. A lot of branch yes now our neighbor mm-hmm. if he took it upon himself to cut that branch mm-hmm. I would be mad. I'd be like, oh, yeah, have at it, right? I mean, so, I wouldn't be mad either. So, like, but I wonder, it's in his like, yard, so. I don't know. I guess it's like chicken before the egg type thing. Like, does Manny get tired of it and then cut it off? Mm-hmm. Do we, are we nice about it and cut it off because we know it's annoying? Like, I don't know. Or do we uh, play a, a game of attrition and wait till someone else. <laughs> By then <laughs> the tree is like a poking his hole in his master bedroom. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was ridiculous. And, um. We have a lot of trees in in our yard, and mm-hmm. I think I would I would agree with you. Where the trunk lies is who owns it. I agree. Uh, and considering the amount of trees that are reaching into our yard, our yard, yeah. we got a lot of conversations. We to have. have a lot um, of I'm gonna have to, to tap have. on some doors and be like, look. Yeah. Got a lot of leaves because the uh, the thing about our trees is they're not like fruit trees. Mm-hmm. There's no fruit, mm-hmm. but what they do bear is leaves. 
So when I tell you guys, so our yard many gets so leaves. many leaves and fo- yeah, it's too much. The I'd amount say. of equipment that I've purchased for this for leaf mulching activities. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because first it was the blower, and now it's the mulcher. I got a vacuum. Then there's a vacuum, vacuum now. There's like a lot going on. Just <laughs> <laughs> see, I have this massive hose coming out of the back of this machine, <laughs> and it's going into a big bin, and I'm just. Pulling up leaves it's and dust little, is flying all over the place. It's a lot, It's babe. a sight, to, it's it's a sight, a sight to behold. It's a lot. It's a lot of work, too. Ooh, they got to cut down the trees. Yeah. But we would have to do the same, though. Like, I feel like, for real, though, the one that's in Manny's yard, it's got to go. Like, mm-hmm. we got to figure something else about that. Yeah, we'll do that something branch. about that. Mm-hmm. But what's you guys' take? Yeah. Uh, if, you have, if someone has reaped the benefits of your fruit tree, mm-hmm. are they now part owner? Do they have <laughs> equity in the tree mm-hmm. since they've already uh, received the benefits of it? Or is it the trunk domain like Lex established? Is it wherever the trunk lies is who owns it I and who's responsible? I recommend you guys Chime start drawing in on up this, contracts. You know, pressing, uh, <laughs> pressing issue. Yeah, and draw like I said, drop some contracts. Mm-hmm. The minute you move into the house and you see there's a tree mm-hmm. whose branches over in your property, go on and get a contract. Get a contract. Get a contract in place. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't got to worry about this years later. <laughs> yeah, make it. You know, this is America at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, very litigious. Speaking of contracts and litigious. Yeah. Did you uh, hear about AT&T giving people a $5 refund Chad, for the outage? AT&T might as well just <laughs> hang it up. <laughs> hang it that? up, AT&T. $5 for your inconvenience. You had people not being able to reach their children for hours. Or their mamas. You, mamas just. Or children. Or, or children, husbands, partners, everything. People, business deals, just, just gone. gone. Yeah, people's reputations are pretty Done. starred. I'm pretty sure relationships are in shambles. Ooh. <laughs> Because there's some, there's somebody out there who thinks they partner went ghost all day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's someone who said, who's thinking, I couldn't find you for Where eight hours. Where you was at? Where you was at? It's giving love is blind. It's giving love is blind. <laughs> so, yeah, AT&T <laughs> owes some people more than $5. Yeah, relationships are shook. Shooketh. That'll test. You're right. That'll test the relationship. Oh, my God. If you were to go missing for hours, though, I uh-huh. wouldn't think anything bad was happening, that you were doing anything bad. Yeah. I would sadly think that something happened to you. But- the pain. Panic. The sheer amount of panic of knowing that I couldn't reach you for uh-huh. hours would actually scare me. Now, the thing is, Wi-Fi is a thing. So, oh. iMessage would still work. That's true. That's true. Um, and also, we live together. So, <laughs> you'd see me eventually. But during the day, though, like if you went missing? But the real test is those boyfriend-girlfriend relationships where they don't <laughs> live together. They only see each other on the weekends and stuff like that. That's crazy. Mm, shook. That's crazy. AT&T owes them people more than $5. Yeah. I think it should. You, I think they should give people a form mm-hmm. where they like list out what are the negative repercussions yep. of that outage. Yep. And if it's in an, uh, uh, a uh, like an assembly, uh, mm-hmm. a forum will yeah. gather and review each complaint mm-hmm. and assess how much they should be how, how much they should be for mm-hmm. your girl left you. Maybe you have to get five hundred dollars. Maybe you have to get five hundred dollars because you lost your girl. That's so you true. Know, you know if if you know you missed out on a few light things. Okay, it's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. You think that that you think that'll work? That could work, but they're not going through all those complaints, and then people are going to lie. It's going to be the <laughs> pandemic loan scam all, the over PPP again. all over again. Yeah, PPP all over again. People talking about they 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 auntie died and they missed the funeral. Child, we don't oh, know. Geez. We're not going to be able to do that. So I do think though that half off of a bill is good. It should they should just flat out do half off. Just, but I understand from a business perspective how much money that. Would now, whose side are you on? I'm Alexis. fair. Are you on the side of the people? Mm. Or are you on the side of the man? You talking about Fine. you worry about their pocket. Fine. They make a lot of money. Fine. 
half off of a bill for all y'all AT&T customers, according to Lex Law. Lex Law. <laughs> <laughs> well, chime in. If you, if you have, you know, if you have a scammer foundation <laughs> scammer and, uh, you foundation? know, you've, you've reaped the benefits of a PPP illegitimately mm. and or you were, uh, you know, you had some pain and suffering from yeah. the uh, AT&T mm-hmm. outage. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think would be fair mm-hmm. <laughs> for uh, to set you right. And what's crazy is I don't know anybody who has AT&T service. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. All the girls I know are Verizon or, or T-Mobile girlies. I don't know anybody who actually has AT&T for real. I, I, don't, I don't. Have you ever seen an AT&T ad recently? No. I mean, we also don't have cable, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I see Verizon <laughs> ads all the time, honestly, online. Verizon. Beyonce did the Verizon. Yeah, I mean, Verizon is coined up. There's no question about <laughs> it. <laughs> There's no question about it. And, but uh, I can't remember the last time I saw an AT&T anything. What was the guy that you said on Verizon? Can you hear me now? Or Can you hear like me that? now? Is that, Can you hear me now? That was, was that the guy? Yeah, he was, on, he was on there. Um, before S- Sprint had their last breath. Oh, they co-opted <laughs> they him in they Sprint. They had him for a little while. Yeah, that they did. shady moment before they went out of business. Man. They had the guy as, as their spokesperson for a little bit. Oh, man. My first phone was a Sprint phone before we went over to Verizon. Mm, Good yeah. times. My first flip. Good times. <laughs> you never what forget your first phone you never forget your first cell phone oh, i remember calling into my voicemail and yeah. hearing that friendly that friendly sprint voice exactly <laughs> you know you never forget your first phone it's like a first love you know yeah uh speaking of spokespersons mm-hmm. you know who's living their best life who jake from state farm jake jake is that his name jake from state farm yeah that's that's his name but what's he up to oh my god he's on all the he's he's doing all these events is he 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 was on the, on the NBA All Star thing, Super Bowl events, like Jake. Jake from State Farm. He's wow. living a, he's living his best life. You should follow him on Instagram. It's literally like at Jake from State Farm. That's I think wild. That's <laughs> you know what I need to do? Mm. I need to audition for a random commercial like that mm. and hope that it blows up so I yeah, can yeah, be yeah. a Jake from State Farm. You could be the next flow. Listen, I'll be Lex from Fashion Nova if that's what it, what it hey, takes. Lex or, from <laughs> What's something that's more on brand? Yeah, yeah. Like Lex from I, mean, I don't know. What's is car insurance on brand for anybody? It's the bag. Go Fine. after the bag. Lex from random car insurance yeah, or home you insurance. The, you could be the next general. I could a be home the, insurance. Yeah, y'all. Lex from home insurance. Yeah. This is a you know a home pod. <laughs> this is right on brand. Listen, call me. Yeah, and um, we got some we got some home insurance stories too. Oh my gosh, so many. You know, home I think some of y'all we've mentioned this before on the pod, uh-huh. but the the great flood. Oof. after two months of moving in yeah um we went to dinner with some with our neighbors mm-hmm. you know full and tipsy had a great dinner a great meal um and come back home at like late at night mm-hmm. and in the basement has water up to our like knees no you're so dramatic Did it you was up to our knees our right gregory above ankle are you delusional the water was above ankle knees is very much titanic it is not the titanic level flooding in here the walls would have been gone if that was the case we no, had we, like three to four inches of water off of the ground on the you no know, there's a slant to the basement yeah i know we that. never went to the deep side <laughs> the basement you tell me on that side on it was up to your side. thigh we didn't go in, but I looked at it. It was high. No, it, no way. It was, it was like up there. It was shocking. Though. It was a shocking amount. Now nah, it was shocking. It was a shocking amount of water. But for the record, if it were knee high, we would not have walls. <laughs> okay, a foot, a foot, a foot of water in your living space is always going to be a mind f. Like you're going to be so. It was shocking. Every surface in the basement had water in it. Enough in that corner above ankle. We can we can settle on above ankle. 
You were wearing heels. So I think you're above- traumatized by it, and now you're I, I have a complaining video of it. the situation. Okay, well, not, nonetheless, there was but water there were everywhere. Inches of water in the basement. The, that is the, accurate. All the floor needed yes. to be pulled up. <clears throat> yes, that is accurate. <clears throat> and redone. Um, mm-hmm. And shout out to who we had? Geico. Geico came through. Was it Geico's home insurance? I yeah, think it we was Geico. Geico. Geico came through, y'all. And it's funny because we had just bought the house, so it's not like we even had time to like. Oh, right. <laughs> we had it was like just two months in. House. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe if the, when the gecko retires, they could have Lex on there. Listen, they need a, a black face. Mm-hmm. You know, diversity. Diversity. <laughs> Add B- me on there. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff though. That was yeah. an interesting time. So what um, you got for the people? So I want to talk to you guys about something because I have a couple of critiques about okay. the community. Community. And about this content. The community. And I have content. a community and content okay. critique. What so you got? Mia Culpa, which is a movie featuring Kelly Rowland and Trevante Rhodes. Is that that man's last name? I think it's Rhodes. Is that, that Trevante right. last name? That sounds about and right. it is. He's uh he was uh the character, an actor on Moonlight. Moonlight, such fantastic a good movie. film. Uh, you know what? One before, of my favorites. One of our favorites. One of our favorites. And before I get to the Mia Culpa story, I found out that you can buy like books of uh, screenplays, mm. and apparently, uh, what a twenty four, a twenty four. So I want, I want the Moonlight we one. We should get it, right? Yeah, we should get it. Yo, we love a coffee table. Book. You, we love. <laughs> You want to get some money out of us? A coffee Just table book. dangle a coffee table book in front of our the face. The things we have purchased. But I think that would be meaningful. We like to have meaningful things in our home because one day we'd like to have a family. We want our kids to like see who we are no, through our literature. Like, yeah. it's and we deep. want people like <laughs> the, the true like way to like show people who you are, who, mm-hmm. who are visitors mm-hmm. is what's on your bookshelf. I agree. That's a lovers and things tip. Very exposing. I agree. Write that one down. Yeah. Um. But so Trevante Rhodes is co-starring kelly Rowland and mm-hmm. tyler perry he di- he wrote it directed and produced it mia copa now mia copa, yeah it's on netflix it's on netflix now go ahead and watch it everyone's got netflix at this point and so the plot is this criminal defense attorney um mia who's kelly Rowland, um ends up in an entanglement with <laughs> someone that she's defending it is an entanglement it's an entanglement <laughs> Um, oh, with God. Trevante Rhodes' character, his name He's an is artist, yeah. what's his oh. name in the movie? I don't know. Trevante, it's Trevante. <laughs> um, but the name is, but you know, whatever. And so they're in like an entanglement together. But she's married, right? So she's married to this guy. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! By the way, sorry. Spoiler alert, because I'm right. going to go We're in. We're doing a film review, y'all. <laughs> this is so uh, <laughs> if you didn't watch it, maybe fast forward like yeah. five minutes. I- I'll keep it light. But anyway, the point is she ends up in an entanglement with this guy. It's at the expense of her relationship, which is already in a pretty difficult place. But there are plots and, and twists and turns and all the things. Yeah. So before I got to see Mia Culpa... The internet was going wild saying that it was literally <laughs> the worst movie that was ever been created. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's The community, awful. y'all were going off on this. Like, like unwatchable. Yeah. Like, they, it was like, they were saying, telling people, don't even watch it. Yeah. That's how bad they were saying it was, mm-hmm. right? They were saying that, like, it was a waste of two hours. I saw that a multiple times. A waste of times. two hours. That's oh, a big statement. Yes, a waste of two hours. Kelly Rowland's a terrible actress. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry can't write a film, which... Yeah, they didn't like we'll the ending. Later. They didn't like the end. Like, there's just so much going on. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, well, that's terrible because they've done a lot of promo for this. Uh-huh. Beyonce showed up at the premiere, honey. Like, it was a whole thing. So I thought maybe it would be a thing. And, and naturally, to- when people say 
I think something's awful. Mm-hmm. That just makes me want to watch it even yeah, more. Like, yeah, like, I want to know. How bad is this? Like, can yeah, can it really be that I bad? Love a good hate watch. Yeah, like a cringe fest. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, and so Greg and I watched it, mm-hmm. and was it, wasn't that, I, wasn't I, that like, bad. like <laughs> I don't know what y'all was going on about. So I'm gonna say this: the community, y'all be critiquing stuff too hard. First of all, this is Netflix fodder. This is not supposed to be an Academy Award winning situation. In, is it even in theaters? No. Oh, it's a straight to, to Netflix production. Okay. So what are we anticipating here? And to be frank, it's written by Tyler Perry. And we already know what Tyler Perry gives. Yeah, you know? he gives dramatics. He gives dramatics in bad plots. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was. The yeah. movie was v- not not great writing. Everything was very oh. on the nose. The writing was awful. <laughs> the writing was awful. But it was entertaining. Yeah. It was awful. There was just some things. And... Here's my my overall the two hours that we spent watching this movie. Ultimately, I, I walk away from it entertained, mm-hmm. and I I I'm glad we watched it. Is it a movie of the year? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> was there moments in the film that I felt could have been left out? Mm-hmm. Yes. Were there lines in the film that I felt were nonsensically written? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Particularly like some of the lines that the mother was saying, mm-hmm. which would, didn't make any sense. Like, yeah. why would a mother say these things, even though she doesn't like the daughter? Kelly Rowland's character's mother-in-law. Right. <clears throat> even though she doesn't like the daughter. Who in their right mind says that and everyone does not react? She said yeah. some wild stuff and mm-hmm. people were just like, well, you know, mom, she's just, you know. Very wild she stuff. She kind of doesn't like you. <laughs> it was bizarre, yeah. right? And then some of the things that were happening, it was it was bizarre, but. I, I appreciated just the misdirection mm-hmm. and it, it, it gave you like, uh, what's it called? Red herrings. Yeah. It had you think, you know, somebody's guilty and had you, had you think somebody, somebody's uh, not guilty mm-hmm. and then flip it on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like how it got violent at the end. Mm-hmm. That made no Oddly sense. Oddly violent. Yeah. It was like, I don't know where these will, rich, wealthy people mm-hmm. who had all the means in the world to, you know, this guy's uh, prosecutor. He's mm-hmm. setting himself up for, mm-hmm. uh, to become a mayor. His family is well to do. He's got a wife. He's all settled down. And then he wants to murder people now. Like <laughs> he wants to murder Kelly Rowland. I'm like, wow, which that's, was, a, like, that's so a, random. That's a commitment like with knives and like mm-hmm. attacking her in the home which was so bizarre what a choice i feel like a better choice would have been like uh sending like a hitman after her mm-hmm. like something like what rich people i think would do mm-hmm. um so that was just ridiculous mm-hmm. but they had to wrap the movie up so i get it but it was still ridiculous yeah um it's outlandish mm-hmm. it's it's ridiculous i'm gonna say that word again but i enjoyed it yeah i, I thought it was funny now i wouldn't recommend it per se unless you absolutely have nothing to do yeah but it was it's it's a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, it's a good Saturday, and that's exactly what it was for us—a good weekend sort of filler in the background. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be whatever. You're going to have moments of mm, that don't make sense. Like mm-hmm. there's this particular there's this particular scenario around the sex scene between the, there are sex scenes. Uh-huh. Some people have said that it's pretty much just like erotica, <laughs> like it's just like Netflix erotica. Um, but I don't think so. Uh, I think there was only was like, like one or two scenes. sex scenes. Um, but two the one 
the one sex scene that's of note there's like it's just weird like it's unrealistic like with the, uh, they, with the girl like the the neighbor yeah like there's other women involved and then Travante is going from woman to woman <laughs> people aren't showering like it's weird it's weird it's weird it's weird <laughs> you're I worried about the logistics i'm worried about the logistics your disbelief i can't okay. do that and i'm not uh, the only one who noticed it too and some people in the comments were calling out the fact that it's so unrealistic it, was, it yeah. made no sense and then the girl the girl goes up uh so the the background behind that is kelly Rowland. Oh, i was trying not to give away too much but go ahead go ahead go ahead hey we hit it okay fine go ahead go <laughs> we ahead give the we gave the spoiler alert <laughs> mm-hmm but I think people who watch it gonna like it, pause it and watch it, come back to the okay. episode. Okay, right? yep, yep, go ahead. But the girl, like, she goes to visit Travante's character mm-hmm. to to confront him about something, mm-hmm. and then turns out he had a girl over. Mm-hmm. But then the girl walks up to them in the middle of a conversation, naked, <laughs> and goes, "Hi, I'm the girl next door." I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> what like if some if you are naked in someone's home and someone else arrives why are you sh- like unprovoked kelly unprovoked. Rose, nobody even asked her no no kelly one knew she was say, there. who are you i'm the girl next door no no none of that she just walks up to them and is like i'm the girl next door or i'm the next door neighbor off awful awful writing <laughs> that's so bad that's so bad but did it ruin the film for us no, no, it, like it was bad. What are we also going to turn it. off and look at it, look stare in the darkness because yeah. it's so bad? It's like you already press play, just watch it. It's mm-hmm. fun. You got nothing mm-hmm. else going on anyway. You're watching, you're on Netflix. Yeah, whatever. I thought it was interesting enough. I mean, the argument can be made that for all the money that Tyler Perry puts in Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, <laughs> Tyler Perry, <laughs> that Tyler Perry puts into mid productions, uh-huh. he could actually pay somebody to create a good one. And I actually agree with that. Like Travante, for instance, we've seen oh, him do actor. amazing stuff in Moonlight. And then there are other roles that I've seen him in. I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw him in as well. I think I've seen him as like a military character once. Yeah. He like he's, pretty good in that. he plays rough and rugged really well. And I, I enjoy his acting. And so he can do it. Um, Kelly Rowland, this is the first time I've seen her in a lead role, but she did perfectly fine to she me. Got, she, uh, I lost her. I mean, she was dressed like Kelly Rowland in the movie. <laughs> she, she, looked, was, she looked like a rich pop star. She didn't look like um, an attorney. She looked like <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Yeah, she did. Look, she looked very nice the But her time. performance was pretty believable. I thought so too. I thought she did a really good job. So it's not the actors per se. I think it's the source material. I think if Tyler Perry did at least had other writers in the room. And here's the thing. Tyler Perry is known for um, when he's into a project, just making it his own and really just like not um, extending the resources to have additional writers to things. Uh-huh. It's been to his detriment. Mm-hmm. I would think in terms of even some of his writing on his shows and things like that. Like I think sometimes he holds a little too close. The holds the reins a little too close when it comes to these he projects. Could, he could benefit from some diversity. Yeah, in the writer's room. like the Issa Rae effect. The reason why Insecure is so good is because there's a room full of talented writers Yeah, um, that made that show amazing. A lot of the mm. ideas were Issa's, sure. She directed some of them, sure. But she provided the platform for talented people to showcase what they could do. Tyler Perry needs to do more of that because the concept of this movie isn't bad. The writing is. Tyler Perry is not a good writer, and that is just what it is. Mm. I just wish he would partner with somebody else to help sort of elevate what he has going on. <laughs> So that he could, you know, with all his resources and talent, give somebody else a chance to shine. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? I'm some of the some of the stuff that were saying, the statements that were saying, the directions that they went, like 
I just can't get over this wealthy family trying to murder someone out of nowhere. It's like, like and there's and it was kind of insulting to like our intelligence as the as the audience when you when you hear the actors say certain lines that are just like oh like how how slow do you think we are in a sense we we can get the concept of a mother not liking a daughter without the mother literally saying i don't like my daughter like <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like lines like that that was just like yeah. oh come on like very on the nose very on the nose and a little insulting yeah yeah frankly yeah um but hey watch it <laughs> yeah if you got two watch hours it. you ain't got nothing going on yeah like why not get you some popcorn everybody loves calendria watch calendria chat oh she does a good job yeah mm-hmm. i like kelly roll in that role mm-hmm. me think, too yeah i mean not, not i mean i did like i'd like, her I'd like to see her in more films yeah i think this i mean it wasn't like we watched that other movie the other day with beyonce uh, what was that movie where Beyonce obsessed? <laughs> obsessed. And it was just Beyonce yeah. starring as Beyonce the whole time. <laughs> I was like, wow, look at Beyonce. And it was like she would ha- she would never say more than two sentences yeah. at once. It yeah. was always just like statement. Yeah. And Beyonce voice. <laughs> Beyonce voice. Yeah, that one. I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> that could be Kelly Rowland's next wave. I think she just needs to stay away from Tyler Perry. Though. I do too. I think this was a good because Tyler Perry is known for getting black actresses and actors jobs and roles in mm-hmm. a in an environment that's hard to do so. So I respect that. He gave her a chance. She delivered. So let's see what's next. Yeah, maybe A twenty four can uh a... throw a story back to Travante's way and, yeah. and uh and act, uh, Kelly Rowland's way. Allow him to do the work. He's absolutely capable. And her yeah. too. Her too. But that's that was it. I feel like that's what I wanted to share with you guys. If you've seen it, let us know what your thoughts are on the movie. Mm-hmm. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Do you not feel any two ways about it? And um, what was your favorite scene? I'm curious because there were a lot of scenes that really took me aback. <laughs> so I would love to know what you guys loved most about the project. There was a line you said. Um, so <laughs> at uh, Travante, because you know he's the badass painter, right? Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah, he's just yeah. gravelly voice. He's got toothpick you know, and leather. Doesn't emote <laughs> literally. He had toothpick. <laughs> and a leather jacket. And leather. On. <laughs> okay. <laughs> literally a toothpick. <laughs> in 2024. Who what is that? it? Like the 30s or 50s, whatever era that was, the Greece era. Wild. Um, but he has a motorcycle, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh at Kelly Rollins at the end of her relationship. She's mm-hmm. over it. She wants to cheat. Yeah. So uh, she goes back to him and jumps on the back of the motorcycle and rides off. And then Lex goes, like, if you got your legs open behind someone on a motorcycle, that's, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> the minute my, the legs are spread around someone's motor, back, motor, it's done. We go together. We go together. <laughs> we go together now. Like, what are we saying? Like, that is such an intimate thing to do. <laughs> you just I, got your legs around this man, girl, please. And I immediately started looking at motorcycles. Goodbye. <laughs> If a motorcycle rides in the driveway, I'll know hey, what the inspiration was. You, I'm less going to be open on my back. I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. done with you. <laughs> um, so uh, I was I was on, I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. and I heard this amazing quote and yeah. I wanted to throw it at you and get oh, your thoughts on it. Oh, okay. Um, the quote is, chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. And I was like, oh, that that's a word. Say that again for the people. Slower, slower. Let them, Chains let them feel of it. habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. That is a word. That is a word. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And um, and it made me think about a lot of the recent projects we got done in the house. Interesting. Um, and I realized that 
those habits have were have gotten so heavy mm-hmm. or gotten to a point where I didn't notice that we had those chains of habits on mm-hmm. until I got rid of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, okay, um, our front door had this quirk mm. where like sometimes a latch would get caught and you got to turn it a certain type of way. And over the years, I could say years at yeah, this point, I would, uh, we would just like, oh yeah, the door's weird. So you got to turn it that way and it didn't unlock. Mm-hmm. And you do that like every single day mm-hmm. and you don't realize that, hey, maybe if you fix this, <laughs> you won't have to do this. And it wasn't until after we fixed it and then we're just locking the door. Like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. The door just locks. Mm-hmm. Simply, <laughs> and, securely. And it's not a big project. Mm-hmm. But now our lives are just so much easier yeah. because of that. Mm-hmm. And a second example was our bathroom faucet. Mm. Bathroom faucet had like a weird thing. It was like kind of running slowly. Yeah. But we just re- we just work with it, whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Until we replace it. Again, like a small project and our quality of life is just so much better. Yeah. The amount of like the bending over to use this faucet, yeah, how slow it was. You just kind of got used to it. Yeah. Um, and that quote just kind of lines up perfectly with it. Like the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. Yeah. And uh, I think this is an interesting point to bring up with regards to the things you do around the house. I agree. And it's like, you know, sometimes home is one of those places. This is a bad example. But the example of like people be like, you don't know what your house smells like because mm, you be you, you, be, in, all the time. you in it all the time. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same thing with dysfunction. Sometimes you don't realize how dysfunctional things are because you're so used to the dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. And then you clear it up. You create a new process. You get rid of the trash. You do whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I was weighed down by the fact that this wasn't organized. And I spent an extra 15 minutes every morning doing this or, oh. Oh, I did realize that, you know, those sorts of small mm-hmm. things, but it's like, it is really easy. The human mind is interesting. It's so interesting how we will create um, habits that inadvertently make our lives more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like we will do because it's, it's, like, it's, it's like easier the death by a thousand just, cuts. Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. And it's, it's interesting when it comes to the home, we've definitely done some of those sorts of things. And I think in the last couple of months, we've been like, okay, let's address some of the things that can make our day-to-day lives easier. Yeah. The faucet is a perfect example of that. Like was the faucet working? Sure. But it wasn't working well. And over time that started to become a bigger and bigger annoyance yeah. and it became a it's bigger, good enough for a few you know, nights yeah whatever, but then like those nights turn into months mm-hmm. and those months turn into years mm-hmm. and then you look back at the time and you're like for a 200 dollar faucet yeah i've just spent the last two years like in a very uncomfortable. unoptimal uncomfortable uh position using yeah, this thing absolutely yeah yeah, I think being able to recognize those sorts of things and systematically um, get rid of those roadblocks that are preventing you from optimizing your time the most and, and your experience in your home. I think that's a special sort of um, uh, a, a special project to take on, like a special thing yeah. to do. And I think we're in the midst of defining those things for our home and making a checklist of the things that we need to take care of, like mm-hmm. sort of the, the finishing touches, because your home really should be the place where you are the most comfortable, where you're the most at ease, where things are the most convenient. The world is inconvenient AF. Yeah. Like everything is inconvenient. Everything is stressful. Nothing works in your favor. I feel like when you should come home, everything should be where it need to be. Everything is working. 
marking the way it should so that you can feel comfortable in your own space. Yeah. Like yeah, that you, is the goal. Yeah, you definitely want your home to be your oasis mm-hmm. and to be a place of calm and 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 function mm-hmm. and all the chaos that we experience outside the world. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be good if we like kind of inspire people into identifying those things that you kind of gotten used to over mm-hmm. the years that maybe you should address like in a blanket statement one like sure. i'm pretty sure we all got that loose door handle yeah that's annoying but you kind of just oh you just wiggle it one way and it works or you mm-hmm. you have that thing that creaks where every time you open it you know this might be a sign mm-hmm. put some put some wd-40 on them hinges don't do you know what <clears throat> You don't have to live this way, even though it's, <laughs> you, have to live this you know, because we're so used to like fixing broken things. Yeah. Like when things break, it's fixed mm-hmm. within, it's fixed within a reasonable time. Mm-hmm. But we don't really think about the things that just need a little mending. Yeah. Um, the small inconveniences, because to the point of the quote, it's a small thing until mm-hmm. it becomes a big thing. Yeah. And then by then you're so tired of it that it's like, you know, it's annoying. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have one. So I think you gave a good example of like the front door repair hinges, small things like that, that you can, you know, mm-hmm. repair immediately and, and enhance your, your living experience in your home. Yeah. Another one that I want us to take a look at is our general storage particularly dresser dressers and side tables Mm. these are areas that either a become super cluttered and become places where we just throw our junk in right so they're no longer being used for storage and organization like they're supposed to yeah or they are things that we've because they're usually investment items like um that we've kept for so long that they don't really fit the function look and feel of our home anymore right so i'm going to challenge us to to look at your side tables and your dressers what's in that top left drawer Uh ma'am what's in there what's in there let's be honest do we need five pairs of so-and-so do we need these pins and we don't need all that let's get Mm. rid of it let's clean it up let's make it more functional again and then after you do that you can decide whether or not the piece as itself works for who you are today what your space is today and does it serve you yeah does it serve you do you like the color do you like the knobs do you like the styling and the interesting thing about dressers, side tables, general big storage like that mm-hmm. is that they're usually pretty easy to update from a, um, a light aesthetic perspective. You can uh-huh. sand down the dresser and repaint it another color. Yeah, give it new life. Give it new life. You can put on different uh, pulls and handles on it if you would like. Oh, yeah, you know, we're good for that. We are very good for that. We love ha- changing <laughs> oh, a, a pull. pull. We will do that in a second. <laughs> we do not yeah. mind. And you can even change the legs of some of your dressers oh, as well. True, yeah. If they have uh, screw-in legs, yeah. you can change them to be you know more thick, more thin, more rounded, mm-hmm. more square, whatever you want. We even um, shouted out uh, semi-handmade. Semi-handmade so is So like, if you have an Ikea furniture, mm-hmm. um, a dresser, you can replace the fronts mm-hmm. with uh, new paneling and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. So that's going to be my recommendation because I find that those sort of places become places where we start throwing stuff in. We start just putting stuff Mm -hmm. in it and it's not the most organized space and it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be where we can keep things together. So take a look. Take a look. That'd be my recommendation. Yeah. And I think also like like you're saying, the, you know, dressers are so functional. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we forget that they're like an aesthetic aspect of our home as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like you said earlier, like question whether or not it matches the aesthetic that you're trying to go after Mm -hmm. like question like does this still serve me stylistically Mm -hmm. too yeah we have a dresser upstairs that i have my eyes on it's currently gray with gold pulls 
and that's just no longer our aesthetic. We had that particular vibe in our last apartment before we got into the house. And so what I'm thinking of doing is changing, um, sanding it down and painting it maybe more of like a, uh, a, a soft cream, if you will, mm. and then updating the pulls. And then because it is an Ikea dresser, I'm thinking of changing the, the, the front, front mm-hmm, yeah. to maybe a, a, kind of like a piping, yeah. kind of piping kind of style. But okay. yeah, so I'm actually actively doing this myself, you know, yeah. giving new life into some um, more used things. And I think another thing that we we may forget that could use an update because mm-hmm. we're just so used to walking past it every single day. Yeah. Or um, maybe not even using because, you know, the rule is to not use your big lights mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is updating your light fixtures. Yes, that's a good you one. Know, like sometimes we'll have these light fixtures in our ceilings um, and we might have them for like the since we moved in mm-hmm. and s- or since you for the life of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that could be an opportunity to just refresh it, um, yes. give it. Uh, a new look um, and it's an easy update as well mm-hmm. um, adding light fixtures to a space um, where you might have a lamp maybe you could switch it to a sconce uh, to give you that lighting effect um, but yeah that a light fixture is an easy opportunity mm-hmm. a good opportunity to bring new life into a space and it's something that's so easily forgotten it's something we walk past all the time and, mm-hmm. and may it's not good. think about but yeah check out light fixtures I love that one I love the idea of a light fixture one of the first projects we did when we came into the home was change the light fixture that is over our dining room table we had like oh, a yeah. traditional brown like sort of chan- chandelier thing? chandelier and i mean we have a chandelier now but it's more of like a um honestly it's a it's a more glam 90s seven or like 70s inspired like crystal. sort of crystal chandelier um, a circular one. And the one that we had before just wasn't the vibe, but that simple change transformed that space. I mean, the way the light reflects off the crystal is really pretty in there. Like it's that small change. And I think it was like a $200 light fixture really changed that space for us. So, yeah. And it's, it's stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure the prior homeowners probably if they stayed in house this long, they would not even think to change it. Yeah. They wouldn't even think to change it. Cause you know, light fixture, you just, you know, we all have so much going on in our lives mm-hmm. and we actually have stuff that breaks yeah. and we have also have our own lives to take care yeah, of. Yeah, that's right. So like to think of uh, pieces to update is, is sometimes in the back of our minds. Yeah. But yeah, this is our, this is the friendly reminder to do that. Friendly reminder. Do you have you another got, one? Well, I have another one, but I already said mine. Do oh, you, you did the light fixtures. Yeah. Uh, I have one. What you got? And we mentioned this on the podcast quite a bit when it comes to updates but your rugs y'all mm. your rugs your rugs are literally like art for your floor yeah and if the rug isn't fitting anymore if it's not the vibe or if it needs to be cleaned and refreshed that's another thing cleaning rugs is something people don't do enough of like mm. getting them professionally cleaned or whatever clean your rug if you want to keep it because that's you know that's a, a good habit to have but switching it out rugs are one of those items that people actually are okay with buying secondhand so if you are someone who wants to get rid of a rug but you don't want to like invest full price in a new one try selling the one that you have you'd be surprised who'd be interested um and then take that money and then go buy something that's more fitting for your home um but rugs are a really simple way to bring in new color to your space new patterns like it's just really it's really a good investment i think to have a good rug um and again i'm thinking of redoing our rug in our living room currently just because i want to i want something different i want a new vibe then i also think i want something a little bit bigger bigger. find the the right shape but yeah we are actively doing the things that we're telling you to do so yeah and uh you mentioned uh selling stuff Mm -hmm. 
what's that? Offer up, offer, offer up. up those websites. Offer up Facebook Marketplace are amazing for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how powerful they were until we had to move. Yeah, from Orlando, mm-hmm. and I had to get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. And how fast like everything just got out. So, um, put an offer up and get it out. Get it out your house, and it'll uh, that those apps are great for that. Yep, absolutely. Um, in the same vein of rugs. Another thing that we could sometimes easily forget Mm -hmm. uh, to update are accent chairs. Mm, That's good. Um, You know, because, again, they're like purchases that you just do once and you're kind of like, okay, I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. And then you don't realize 10 years have gone by. Mm -hmm. Might be a time, a a chance to update the the accent chairs. Mm -hmm. And especially with like, you know, working with the space you have, you may want to restructure your your floor plan in Mm -hmm. your home. Um, introduce uh, di- introducing different styles mm-hmm. of accent chairs is a great way to take a new spin on on your space. Mm-hmm. For example, like if you have like a wire frame uh, accent chair, you could switch to maybe one that's like planted on the ground and mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. soft and and plushy mm. and more um, I guess uh, geometric shaped mm-hmm. and and more stuffed to uh take up a space and mm-hmm. that just will like transform a space and give more life to your home yeah but yeah so accent chairs is another thing that i recommend a thing i love yeah uh for people to try it yeah and i'm gonna piggyback off of that it's similar to the rugs get your accent chairs cleaned because you'd be surprised you can breathe additional life into things once they're professionally cleaned and then also Depending on the style of your chair, let's say, for instance, you like your chairs, you don't want to buy new ones, but you're just not a fan of the fabric. You can look into reupholstering them. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. Like if you are someone who's like, I like this chair, I just don't like the fabric anymore. You can't get it reupholstered. Sometimes it comes out to be just as much as the new chair would be either way. So be careful with that. Mm -hmm. But if you just want a new look and feel, you can reupholster the chair and keep the foundation of it. Um, which is also something I'm exploring. <laughs> so, I mean, all of this is top we're of mind. We're talking to us, y'all. Yeah, we're talking to ourselves. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a thing I love. Things Another thing I love. We, oh, can I do that? Are we yeah, ready? Let me see. Things <laughs> we love. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do shimmer, shimmer, shimmer. Shimmer, shimmer, shimmer. <laughs> And it was like a bird flying by. That's okay. another effect. <laughs> Just out of control. Out for of the control. things we love. So the things I love for this uh, week is a Instagram account that has a week. It's called Weekly Home Check. Mm. And this guy every week or I guess some frequency, some recurrence, he uh, tells everyone uh, a home check to do. So oh. he'll have like. Hey, don't don't forget. You know, you should be. Uh, this is time where you should do the tub clean on your mm-hmm. washer. Mm-hmm. And he'll say like, "Oh, make sure you clear out your dryer vents and like all these things surrounding the home of like how to maintain your house." Mm-hmm. And he gives all these recommendations and tips and walks through um, ways to do that. But mm-hmm. weekly home check is a is a good Instagram account for that, just to get reminders of like, oh yeah. I probably should drain my water heater. <laughs> like, no, one, no one remembers to do that, yeah. but you have to. Um, you'll end up with a flooded basement like like we had. Ooh, but um, yeah, still 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 processing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, weekly home check is a good account to follow for that yeah. to get ideas on things of that nature. And and I noticed that a lot of the advice that he gives is he'll recommend like natural um, cleaning products. Oh, nice and things like that. So. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're into that too, that's good as well. He'll like recommend more like vinegar and this and that and like mm. other alternative natural cleaning. I'm a uh, fan of that cleaning, approach. That's uh, nice stuff supplies. Um, so yeah, check them out. Very I'll put a link nice. in the uh, show notes, but it's a it's a good Instagram account yeah. to check out. And I, I think he has also like uh, other um, things you can buy from him to help you get reminders for maintenance and things like that around the house. Mm. Um, so yeah, good one. I like that. And it's interesting because the thing that I love, it's like a storage and organization counterpart to that. Uh-huh. So what you're talking about seems to be more physical home things like the maintenance of the pipes and, and tubs and, yeah. and things like that, which... I love that for you. Um, <laughs> I love that for you. Mm. Um, what I'm going to recommend is similar. It's a it's a 52 week guide. Uh-huh. It's a physical guide though, so it's a, it comes. There's 52 cards that come into this this pack, and every pack focuses on an area of your house to declutter. So while mm. your um, recommendation is very much about the bones of the house and ensuring that the foundation is good, this is more so about the interior organization of it. So you can use both of these resources to um to work through getting your home in order so this card uh collection is called beautifully organized in 52 weeks a home organization card deck um it's by the beautifully organized series the author nikki boyd is a um uh, a black creator who took to fame um over the last couple of years and her focus has always been on home organization and keeping things clean and just clutter free very very cool so each one of these uh decks of cards has something for you to focus on during the week and what i like about it um is that it not only tells you where to focus on but how to make um those things work so say for instance um one of these things that i thought was interesting um was about your your dining room and the card says guests are coming over invite a friend or your mother-in-law over for Mm -hmm. dinner in a few weeks and spend this week preparing by decluttering (laughs) cleaning and dining room because when you invite people over your house be the cleanest that i've never been child so what she's saying is invite somebody over and then get ready for them to come over and i think the psychology of that is so funny Turn the heat because up. it's true it's like yeah. you got you have to Nothing do this you in, in focus mode <laughs> other than knowing that it, someone else is going to be in your house oh my gosh the insanity of it i'd be looking at crevices and corners uh-huh. that no one's ever reasonably yeah. going to be see i love our house when we have guests over. oh my gosh we could, everything's tidy ready to how use. crazy like, do i get when someone's coming like over flawless. it's so lawless the back like everything yeah, yeah. is like the floors are are thrice washed. Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy. But I like that though because nothing, you know, you got it's having a house is just so much. Yeah, There's so much stuff. It's endless. Yeah, if you get caught up trying to get it all done in a period a short period of time, you're gonna lose your mind. Yeah, I but agree. having it broken out, spread across 52 weeks, mm-hmm. I think it makes the uh, daunting tasks feel more mm-hmm. uh, approachable, more achi- uh, achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love that. I think we should definitely get that one. Yeah. Just to like have serve as like inspiration to be like, okay, we're doing this. We're doing I that. I do. I actually am going to buy it for us because I want to start using it during our spring cleaning. I think March is the month where I'm really going to get down to business in terms of like decluttering the home because there's a lot of stuff like even from a wardrobe perspective that I need to declutter. And the biggest project for us this year is our basement. You guys may not be aware, but our basement is also our studio. 
Um, but it's also um, our family room space. Yeah. And so we really want to get it into a good space where obviously it's comfortable for us to record every week, which we do. Um, but that also it's it has the aesthetic that we want. And so it's such a big project, though, when you think about it, because mm-hmm. it's not only um, getting rid of stuff that no longer serves us in the space. It's also designing the space, buying new furniture, rugs and all that kind of stuff for the space and updating technology. And mm-hmm. fr- it's a very big piece. But I think that if I um, <clears throat> like this week by week, just have small pieces that I'm chipping away it doesn't feel so overwhelming because frankly right now it does feel a little overwhelming yeah. i'm like oh my gosh there's so much to do in here to get it where i want it to be yeah but you know what they say how do you eat an elephant one bite at you a don't. time oh one bite oh <laughs> well, come on greg but, but you know the marie kondo like uh if it doesn't serve you get rid of it yeah i'm gonna really have to look tap into that yes. when we do this because I've got some college t-shirts mm-hmm. from like organizations that mm-hmm. I was in mm-hmm. that I still have. Yeah. Like I realized college was a very long time ago. <laughs> it wasn't a few years back. College, every day, college is further and yeah. further and further away. I gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. I gotta let it go. A lot of these uh, Nesby shirts mm-hmm. that I got that are... First of all, this was back when I used to wear medium shirts. Ooh, yeah. I'm not squeezing those mediums anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've been released of the, of the fitted been clothes. Released, yeah. yeah, so I, I'm I'm definitely looking for that, and I'm gonna like tap into the if it doesn't serve me, get rid of it. I love that. We need to do that together because I am I get emotionally tied to 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 clothing items in particular. Oh, yeah? A lot of things in my closet were either gifted to me or, you know, and things like that. And I get very emotionally tied to them. Hmm. Like it reminds, cause I'm such a, I'm such a, a, a schmuck that way yeah. Um, that I need to really think about the practicality of things as well and decide, you know, it's like, look, because sometimes I'll be gifted things and like, I'll have it for years, mm-hmm. but I keep it because like, it's I'm a, emotionally tied yeah, yeah, to yeah. it as opposed to the fact that I'm still like you, using it uh-huh. um and things like that and also things that i buy for myself that i'm testing and trying that don't don't work out like why oh, am i keeping stuff it, that yeah. didn't work out yeah um because i'm emotionally tied to the fact that i got it like it's just it's unhealthy mm. like i need to work through it um so I, I i'm excited to do that because something about this year and this is me getting personal something about this year feels very much like a turning of the page it feels like a new mm-hmm. season it feels like a i think i may mention this to you guys like i feel very settled i feel like life is good and something about being settled makes you want to surround yourself with things that serve you and just make you happy like yeah. i only want the good stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like that should also apply to the home only the good stuff is here yeah you know and i i think you know we have a good time marker from when we moved into this house yeah so I think it would be like if I haven't used this since we moved in. Yeah, here, three. It's almost three years. It's been three years I, since we moved in here. It's all a blur. I don't know. What <laughs> but yeah, it's. I think that should be a good sign. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. We'll update you guys on mm-hmm. how our Marie Condoing goes. I think we'll do clothes first. Yeah. And then I don't like to keep promises, but again, this basement project is very big. And I think a lot of the things that we've discussed on the podcast in terms of practicality and organization and design are actually going to come together in the space. So fingers crossed, we'll be able to give you guys physical snippets of the journey mm-hmm. um, over the next couple months because it is a year long project, I think. Yeah. And I just got this uh, classified message mm-hmm. uh, from the government. 
Oh. And it, it's, uh, it was addressed to me mm-hmm. to let everyone know. Okay. Uh, particularly because we have a, a millennial audience, uh-huh. like an audience that a lot of our audience members are in a millennial generation. Mm. A lot of them are. No. We're millennials. A lot of our friends listen. I think it's half and half. I think, okay. okay. A lot. I, I didn't. A lot. <laughs> they said, uh, get rid of those old iPhone boxes, those old MacBook boxes, those old iPhone. <gasps> tablet box all those old boxes because you think you might one day need them get rid of them that's what the government told me the government then told you they told me that well i mean the government has has said it then it's done it's it's gotta be a thing guys i'm sorry i hate to break it to you why do i hold on to that stuff iphone uh 10 box you don't even have an iphone 10 anymore you, I, babe, I guarantee you, I have iPhone boxes somewhere upstairs. Yeah, I, probably, I probably got a lot of iPhone boxes. <laughs> Why do we do that? I, I don't know. Mm, I think we think. Let's process. I think we think that. Oh, I got, I got a couple weeks to mm-hmm. use this. If this device does not work, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I gotta return it, so mm-hmm. I have the box ready to go. Mm-hmm. We don't return it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we just still have the box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think oh. that's probably why. Fine, we'll start with the iPhone boxes. Gotta get you rid of them. Twisted my arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think those that's what that was what the things we love. Yes. Those were our uh topics for the day. Yes, and we Do hope you- that you guys find these resources useful. Again, spring is right around the corner. Spring cleaning is the top of the list. It's the time to sweep out all that old winter crud and bring in beautiful <laughs> light and energy and lilies and rabbits and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the beautiful stuff that comes in spring. So let us know if you find any of these useful. Mm-hmm. The organization card deck in particular, we will link um, so you guys can find that on Amazon. So buy it because I'm definitely going to buy it yeah. and maybe we can start together. We can start together. Yeah, and we'll all hold hands and yes. throw away our iPhone boxes. <laughs> we'll take pictures to, to in solidarity. Yeah. We're moving on, y'all. Yeah, we're moving on. It's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. Um, so <laughs> So do you have do we have any mail did no mail, mail this week did you check the mail i'm behind on checking the mail i think i may be one episode behind on checking the mail but next week we will have mail to open okay, for let's, y'all let's, let's, let's actually check the mail it's piling up at the door <laughs> so let's we'll check, check we'll the check the mail we're about a week behind but any, we're gonna check it oh sorry do you got anything for the people to do oh as always y'all know you got homework like us subscribe to us on youtube follow us on instagram things are getting hot and i don't know if you've noticed things but the content yeah things are getting i mean like affected no 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 not, not me a couple hot no. but content productivity hot ah, I see. the better kind of hot <laughs> and so <laughs> find us on instagram tiktok and youtube that is where we're sharing live clips of these if you guys are listening audioly and you want to actually see us and engage with us mm-hmm. head over to lovers and things podcast on youtube so you can see us and leave comments Um, but we very much are enjoying the community engagement all the mail that you are leaving that we're going to review next week so please continue to do so and i said this last week and i mean it stop hiding us from your family and friends i'm beginning to feel like your dirty little secret please share the podcast with everyone that you know yeah tap in y'all y'all heard the lady Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tap in. claim me out in public Um, honey put a ring on numbers and things i appreciate everybody's engagement yeah it's it's off the charts you guys are amazing pretty impressive yeah you guys now we just need like about ten thousand of (laughs) y'all so uh i know everyone knows somebody yeah so like you're saying yeah just just get one more person in yo road to 10k we are on our road to 10k Mm -hmm. followers yeah let's do it you guys will take us there yes you will chugga chugga woo woo yeah so um yeah so this was yet another episode of the lovers and things podcast Mm. keep loving the things and loving your people it's so so important 
Love y'all. Bye. Bye.